Welcome to Treasures from the Bible. Today we'll learn more about the struggles that Mr. Matthews is having in finding an engagement ring for Miss Smith. And of course we'll be learning something new from the Bible. About five months ago, Mr. Matthews still had not decided on a ring for his future bride, Miss Smith. We pick up the story with Mr. Matthews talking with his daughter, Lizzie. Lizzie, let's see. The last item on the list is some thin spaghetti and some spaghetti sauce. Okay, Dad. Jiffy Shopper sure is busy for a Thursday night. Of course, the news is forecasting a big blizzard for Ohio. So a lot of people are stocking up on food and supplies. You're right, Dad. Why do you think people put off buying their food until just before the storm? It could be that they normally go shopping on Friday or even Saturday. But they came here for some extra food in case they get snowed in. They can't get out of their homes for like a few days or something. Oh, well that makes sense. Hey look, there's the G's, Granny G, Rudy and Maria. Well, fancy running into you here just before the big storm. We always go food shopping on Thursday nights, Mr. G. Is that right? We're stocking up on a few items, too, in case the storm's really bad, as they say. That's a good idea, Mark. Some of these Ohio blizzards have been known to last for days. And you have to keep Lizzie a well-nourished gal, right? Thanks, Granny G. Are you kidding, Granny G? She's a soccer player and almost eats everything we buy. (laughs) Well, I think we're almost ready to check out. Are you still planning to have the Bible study on Saturday, Mr. G? Lord willing, unless the county issues a level three snow emergency and everybody is forced to stay at home. Okay, well, we'll see you then, Lord willing. Bye, everyone. Bye, Mark. Bye, guys. Bye, Lizzie. Bye, everybody. What's the matter with the car, Dad? Why won't it start? I'm not sure, hon. I think it might need a new battery. Actually, I bought one, but it's at home. Look, it's really turning to snow hard. What are we going to do? Well, the Lord will take care of us, Lizzie. We just need to trust Him and pray that He will help us through this. That scared me! Look, Dad, it's Mr. G! I think my battery is dead. I knew it was going out, so I purchased a new one. But it's at home. Look, why don't you both hop in the van with us and we can drop Lizzie and everybody else off at our house and both of you can join us for dinner. 
While Mrs. G is cooking, you and I can go to your place, pick up the new battery, and then come back to Jiffy Shopper, put it in, and then go back to our house. That sounds terrific. Thank the Lord. And thank you. Oh, no problem. Don't mention it. Is that okay with you, Lizzie? It sure is. Thank you, Mr. G. I will be glad to help Mrs. G with supper if she wants. for the ring coming along. Well, I haven't found anything I like yet. Everything seems so expensive. Mr. Matthews, did you change your mind about asking Miss Smith to marry you? Rudy, not at all. In fact, I've even been to a few other jewelry stores in the surrounding towns, as well as in the garden. But I've just not been able to find the right ring yet. How do you know when you found the right one, Mr. Matthews? Well, Rudy, when I find the one I think Miss Smith really likes, and the one that I can afford. Have you considered getting one of those, uh, only diamond rings? Rudy, girls don't like a cheapskate. Dad, what's that? Do you mean a cheapskate or a phony a diamond? I mean a phony a diamond. It's just cut glass, Lizzie. They make it look like a real diamond, but they don't cost very much. Do you think Miss Smith would like a phony a diamond ring, Dad? Well, Lizzie, I want to get her a real diamond. But take it from me. Girls don't want any cheap black imitation diamonds. It's just not the gentlemanly thing to do. Thanks, Granny G. I'll keep that in mind. Mark, I picked up this Jiffy Shopper Swapper and was browsing through it. Oh, really? What's the Jiffy Shopper Swapper, Grandpa? <laughs> it's a tongue twister, Rudy. Actually, it's a little newspaper that the store prints up. It's filled with things people are either selling or trying to buy or trying to trade for something else. So, did you see anything interesting in the swapper? Yes, as a matter of fact, I did, and you know what? I thought of you. Here it is. I circled it. Take a look. Someone is selling an engagement ring. In our Bible study, we'll be looking at the parable of the prodigal son again. If you remember, the son said in Luke 15, 18, I will arise and go to my father and will say unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee. What do you think God means when he records the son saying that he sinned against heaven? Does it mean that he sinned against God because God is in heaven? Excellent answer, Lizzie. Joey, will you read Deuteronomy 26, 15? Okay. Deuteronomy 26, verse 15. Look down from thy holy habitation from heaven, and bless thy people Israel, and the land which thou hast given us, as thou swearest unto our fathers, a land that floweth with milk and honey. Thanks, Joey. Lizzie, could you read Psalm 14, 2-3 for us? Sure. Psalm 14, verses 2 and 3. The Lord looked down from heaven upon the children of men to see if there were any that did understand and see God. They are all gone aside. They are all together become filthy. There is none that doeth good, no, not one. Thanks, Lizzie. These verses in Psalm 14 explain how we have sinned against God in heaven and why we deserve to be thrown into hell. Our granddaughter Maria is staying with us again this weekend. 
Maria, would you like to read a verse for all the boys and girls listening at home? Sure, Grandpa. Okay, how about Psalm 11, verse 4? Let me see. Psalm 11, verse 4. The Lord is in His holy temple. The Lord's throne is in heaven. His eyes behold. His eyelids try the children of men. Thank you, Maria. Let's briefly skip down to verse 21 where the son actually speaks to his father. Rudy, will you read Luke 15, 21? All right. Let's see. Luke 15, verse 21. And the son said unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in thy sight, and am no more worthy to be called thy son. In whose sight did the son say he had sinned? His father's? Right, Wolfgang. We can see how God is using the father in the parable as a picture of God himself, as the Heavenly Father. Wolfgang, would you read Psalm 51, verses 1 through 4? Psalm 51, verse 1 through 4. Here it is. Have mercy upon me, O God, according to thy loving kindness, according unto the multitude of thy tender mercies. Blot out my transgressions, wash me thoroughly from mine iniquity, and cleanse me from my sin. For I acknowledge my transgressions, and my sin is ever before me. Against thee, thee only have I sinned, and done this evil in thy sight, that thou mightest be justified when thou speakest, and be clear when thou judgest. Our sins can never be hid from God's eyes unless God has saved us. The son declared to the father that he had sinned against heaven and in the father's sight. Lizzie, can you read Luke fifteen nineteen? Sure. Luke 15, verse 19. And am no more worthy to be called thy son. Make me as one of thy hired servants. The son said he was no more worthy. God uses the same word worthy in Matthew 22, which if you remember we looked at a few weeks ago. A king invited guests to his son's wedding, but those who were invited ignored the king and killed those who had invited them. So does anyone remember what the king did next? He uninvited them. Yes, and much worse, he destroyed them and their city. Wow. In Matthew 22, 8, God says, Then saith he to his servants, The wedding is ready, but they which were bidden were not worthy. The child of God senses that he or she is unworthy of God's marvelous grace. They also know that they could easily be on the path to hell like so many other people. They are aware that they really don't deserve to be invited to the marriage feast, which is a beautiful picture of the Lord Jesus marrying his bride, the eternal church. I found two verses, Mr. G., Can I read them? Sure. Go ahead, Joey. It's Galatians 4, verses 6 through 7. And because ye are sons, God hath sent forth the Spirit of his Son, and to your hearts crying, Abba, Father, wherefore thou art no more a servant, but a son, and if a son, then an heir of God through Christ. Those are excellent verses, Joey. In fact... Why don't we make that our memory verses for today? So we see that even though the son knew he was not worthy to be a son of the father, yet his father had mercy upon him. 
as God does with all his elect sons and daughters. Boys and girls, we've come to the end of our program. If you have any questions or comments, or if you'd like a free audio CD of any of these programs, please write to Treasures from the Bible and Outreach at Bible Ministries International and Care of Family Radio, Oakland, California, 94621 USA. Today's program is entitled, God's perfect timing. May God richly bless you with His salvation. Thanks for listening, and be sure to tune in next week when we'll learn something new from the Bible. Bye!